Humor does more than just make people laugh. It allows you to connect better with your audience and helps your message to stand out from the crowd in a light yet memorable way. Our first guest on the pod is someone who uses this tool to entertain, to storytell and to build a community. Today I'm joined by Aditi Mittal, a comedian, fellow podcaster and a dear dear friend to understand the real deal behind the business of making people laugh. Also, she is the founder of the Ghanta Awards. Aditi Mittal has been in the business of making people laugh since 2009. When I knew I was getting into podcasting, I was thinking about guests and I knew who my first guest needed to be because I'm somebody who's always been into like oh my god there has to be a rapper when you're collaborating with someone and Aditi I would not have had anybody else as my first guest but you so welcome. I am so deeply honored and I'm and You're right that I've done a lot of podcasts in the past but I've never guested on a podcast like this. So I'm making you lose your guest virginity. My guesting virginity. Guesting virginity is yeah. that a thing we should yeah. make it a thing? Yes, we should. I'm really excited. You know because I've never done this setup with a mic and the like talking to each other while there's a camera like looking on. I've never done this before. So I'm really looking forward to like spreading fake news. Oh. Um <laughs> Or, the things that we often get accused of <laughs> or or even saying things like like things about my privilege that i don't understand like no oh, you do listen you try can i can i say something about aditi that i know she tries to pass a lot of things off in light humor and some of those about herself are not true um from what i know of you you are someone who genuinely doesn't give yourself enough credit about all the wonderful things you do beyond like work for example Aditi once influenced me to try aerial yoga. You know, I will count that like when I'm dead and when I'm at the gates of heaven and God is like, you know, what did you do to get what do you do to deserve to get in? I'll be like I took anam for aerial yoga and then put her to sleep in the <laughs> I fell asleep while doing aerial yoga inside the what is it called? Not the, the hammock. The, the hammock. hammock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that happened. Fun times. But I also want to ask you a lot of questions today because, like, we're making you lose your guestigenity as we've just established. I did not know that was going to happen. While I know you in the capacity of like a friend, and the first time we ever met, we bonded and stayed up till six thirty a.m. at the Cosmopolitan Awards, the Blogger Awards, in what was it, twenty eighteen? 2018 that's right yeah. yeah i saw a very fun side to aditi that evening and then as the night went on i think for whatever reason we bonded and got so emotional and were sharing like the saddest <laughs> incidents from our lives yeah huh? i think at 6am we were both in tears and yes. crying yes for sure i started crying at 4 o'clock you joined later at about like 5 o'clock So I'll give you that. It's true, but I also want, like I said, I want to ask you questions. Listen, this is me being a podcaster. Let me like get people to get to know you. So the most, uh, the thing I realized that I actually have never asked you is why comedy. What got you here? Especially because growing up, I don't think we saw very many female comedians. No, I don't know how to do anything else. I बचपन से ही जो करती हैं आप. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I genuinely don't know how to do anything else. Uh, I uh, lived. I think like you know what. my dad was very funny my mom is hilarious and i've always seen being funny or being silly as a way to kind of like be accepted by people um and so i kind of like that was the the main reason that i thought you know what let me do this and i i'm just a sucker for like approval from the outside my god even right now i'm like oh my god who's watching this please like me i thank you um 
it's it's always been about that. It's always been about making myself more endearing to people. It's always about making myself, um, you know, be able to sit in a room for long. I'll tell you the backstory was key. My dad used to have like friends over and, you know, like every evening, actually, my dad was a guitar player. And so they would, you know, have people over and they'd be playing guitar and singing songs and having drinks. And I remember I was the only kid there and I would want to hang around in that room. But then they'd be like, nah, go inside and play, go inside and play. So I realized if I do ridiculous things and say ridiculous things, they laugh and be like, hey, Aditi, sing a song, do a dance. And I would get to hang around in that room a little bit longer. Uh, and so that's how I started off. Uh, just like I, I remember once I applied like a thick layer of cream on my face and walked out and pretended that that's how they apply cream in ads or whatever, you know, because during that time they would do the dosa and then, yeah. And then the cream would vanish into the yeah. skin, right? So yeah. then I did lots of that and I went and I was like, Papa, Papa, it's not disappearing in my skin only. And people were like, oh, Aditi, what a goof. I was like, oh my God, I can hang around here with the adults for like 30 minutes longer now. This got real deep, real fast, but essentially the crux of your career started from like external validation. 200%. Yes. But can I tell you, that is also 100% of the content creators on the internet yeah, these days. Dude, you know, the funny thing is, I was, I was telling somebody, I said, yeah, you know, follower increase, what do you want to so then uh, um, my manager was like, I think make videos na, on uh, Instagram, make videos, put yourself Reels out banao, there. Reels, Reels banao. Reels you know, Instagram shorts banao and all. So I was like, bhai, main to karungi. Then I did one. Then I was like, nahi karna. So then I, <laughs> so then I uh, talked to my manager. I said, listen, I tried to be an influencer and they did not want me. And she's like, one second, one second, one second. Who wants an influencer? Ooh. Who is like, you know, market may be influencer ki kami Everyone who's an influencer or a creator is doing it out of their own impulse, out of their own creative impulse, whether it's, you know, want to express yourself or get validation from others. Or put up cute pictures and videos of their dogs, cats, and husbands, all pretty much the same category. Thank you. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, this is like the art of creation. The art of art is entirely selfish and self indulgent. While also seeking external validation. Yeah. But I think we're kind of lucky that at least like, okay, when you're looking for external validation now, it has to do with, okay, career, work. Like you said, your manager is encouraging you. Everyone's telling you. At least it doesn't actually disturb our sense of self. But sometimes when I look around at the present lot of kids, like when I say kids, I'm 31 for context. Mm. If there's anybody new listening to this podcast who doesn't know that, know me already as a creator. Um... 16-year-olds these days mm. get really... Like, I was reading some online research on this a couple of months ago, actually. And they genuinely tie in their sense of, like, legit self-worth coming from how much people comment and appreciate them online. Yeah, and that's, I think, you know, unavoidable, right? Especially when you're at that such a vulnerable age where you are looking for validation from the outside. And then you get it in this form. And then you sort of have to deal with the volume of it, the comparison to somebody else. I think that, you know, and I remember, I think when I, when we got online, like hyper online was around 2009. And I do remember it fucking, can I say fucking? Yeah, you okay, can so say whatever you want to say. <laughs> it, like I do remember it fucking me up really badly because I was like, oh no, you know, I must, you know, get to this. These many people must see things and this much, this is what must happen. I mean, abhi bhi yaar. You were like, follower ho jai, to phir, you know, brand ko bolungi ki. 50 rupees extra for mm -hmm. endorsement or whatever. And advance mein paisa. Haan, advance mein paisa. <laughs> fir, you know, and then influencer ke circle mein izzat milti hai. 
कि ओ माय गॉड इसके इतने सारे फॉलोअर है मतलब ना शक्ल ना अकल ना औकात लेकिन सब तुम्हारी बढ़ के चाटते सो अलॉट ऑफ द एक्सटर्नल फैक्टर्स ऑल्सो डिपेंडेंट ऑन हाउ यू डू यू नो इन द ऑनलाइन स्पेस सो किड्स गेटिंग कन्फ्यूज एंड किड्स गेटिंग यू नो डिप्रेस्ड ओवर इट इज नॉट सरप्राइजिंग आई थिंक दैट कम्पेयर टू वेन वी वर ऑनलाइन आई थिंक दर मोर रिसोर्सेज फॉर किड्स um to be, to know that this is not the be all and end all yeah but i hope they're using those resources you know what i mean because mm-hmm. it also messes with us sometimes you and i have had conversations like i know for, i can honestly speak for myself i on most days i'm okay but on the days that i'm not i'm really not like it can like you said for example people come up to you hi babe what's up but it's true because i in my own journey i've been around for over a decade and so have you yeah. and i feel like we truly have seen um the power dynamic if that's the right way to put it yeah. change when somebody new comes along and then you see the way it changes when they happen to cross more followers than you i almost feel like wait but am i that kind of person also when i kind of try to I love to put myself under a microscope and I like drive myself nuts over it sometimes but do you also see that and observe that where we realize yaar ye to channel hi change ho gaya after you've got more followers you know i realize and it scares me i think that's one of the things i don't participate in sort of the cluster fuck uh, uh which is the official trademark term of, of uh, the you know a group of influencers like the group noun for influencers is that so it's called wait. a cluster fuck of influencers And so, I can't decide like, whether to be offended or not. Like now, <laughs> like a pride of lions, a cluster fuck of influence. I refuse to repeat this because my to rosy roti. It's really the side business. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm being. Uh, I say it with love. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sounds very loving. Is being said with love. But I, I saw that dynamic play out. I think even in. कॉमेडी लाइक इन स्टैंड उसका ज्यादा टिकट बिक रहा है तो अभी उसको सब जाके चाटेंगे अभी उसको हो गया तो अभी जो भी बोलेगा इट्स ग्रेट यू नो आई सो दैट डायनामिक प्ले आउट क्वाइट अर्ली ऑन एंड आई रिमेम्बर कॉन्शियसली मेकिंग अ डिसीजन टू स्टे अवे फ्रॉम इट बिकॉज इट लाइक देन आई इवन वेन समन इज लिखिंग प्लीज यार मतलब आई यू नो यू बींग नाइस टू मी इज नॉट गुड गेट यू एनी थिंग लेट्स अप्रोच इच अदर एज ह्यूमन बींग्स and i feel like that is something i i still haven't been able to wrap my head around it i don't engage with the dynamics of it i have four or five friends that i'm like fiercely loyal to irrespective of their follower count um and it has uh, frankly it's a in my personal opinion a great way to live no for sure because i feel like there are very few people um that i feel don't need their egos massaged and i definitely think you're one of them because i, I because i mean there's how do i say it there's very few people it's not i'm trying to like phrase it so the thing is i may have been around for as long as i have but i feel like there are still very few true offline irl friends you know what i mean yeah. like sure it's great to hang out with a bunch of people at an event because we're all there we've all been invited by the same brand or we're on the same trip but there are very few people i would be thrilled to see the name of ringing on my phone or like yeah. when i get that message from you about the xyz life update it actually makes me happy you know what i mean yeah. and i feel like that is uh, it happens very far and wide and is very rare because you really get along on a genuine wavelength mm. and i think that it sucks that there are such few genuine wavelengths going on around i do like that in a cluster fuck now i'm quoting you <laughs> on this i do like that 
I to like that I cannot genuinely care for 40 people baba my budget and bandwidth I care for four people I will be happy with their life update I will be happy to give them my life update rest I'm like are wow. you know this there's a, there was a thing na ki nobody will support you like an online friend right mm. you know someone who you've never met before will always be like you know such a girl sister yay wo and all that stuff but the people you've met online in real life are like yay you know this is a shady person or this is a person that you know we must adjust power dynamics with wo wala vibe hota hai i think you know what i'm also 37 years old i don't have the budget to like that many people i don't have the budget to care for those many people but because i know you personally i feel like i can take the liberty of saying had you actually come across 40 genuine people you would have the budget to care for 40 genuine people this is why i say you don't give yourself credit and instead you i know you tend to turn everything into human you basically made a career out of it but uh, i do think that had you come across 40 genuine people you would have had them on your speed dial that's very kind of you no it's true and you don't give yourself enough credit for those things but without us see i hide the fact that i'm a bitch very well <laughs> these are the things you like to convince people about but those of us who know you know that you're basically a marshmallow this please stop <laughs> telling people this but you do not need to know the real deal hello like the, 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 the name is calling out to it i'm going to strip your public image over here and tell people what you're really all about there is some there bullshit you miss podcast everyone <laughs> no no there is some bullshit in it i'm not going to sugarcoat it but you don't give yourself enough credit for all the all the realness you bring to the table i i really do think think of you like that it's not 5 o'clock yet and i'm 5 o'clock is crying time okay no <laughs> we, we, i thought we decided that on the first night that we met 5 o'clock is crying time am am yeah 5 am is crying AM. time yeah but see that night was such an eye opener for me but we had coming back to like work conversations with us you and i are going to go on this emo trip i can feel it coming in my nerves uh but you feel like you lose out on gigs because somebody else has more followers than you is that is oh, that oh yeah and i mean if that's the new parameter sure but see the thing is and this is why i'm i'm probing on this for someone like me who is a content creator the numbers have to do with reach right like tum mujhe itne paise doge aapka ad itne sare log dekhenge in your case your content quality is on stage when you are delivering the laughs yeah. it really doesn't actually have anything to do with how many instagram followers you have it should be the responsibility of your booking platform or whatever you want to call it to bring in the tickets so why does that responsibility go on to you no but it does translate now it translates to uh Uh, offline ticket sales because uh, then you know do you have the budget to put your ad out for your live show do you have the budget to you know um uh, have enough people be interested if they've not seen you say be online or you know present something online in a while then will they remember who you are in order to come to you live yeah people will continue coming the live medium never ceases to exist but the numbers will go down in the live medium itself right and i mean like the pandemic let's I, I before the pandemic I was one of those comedians I was like you know I'm I'm a real performer I connect with the audience because I'm an artist you know I don't do all these things online <laughs> yikes and then like the moment the pandemic hit I was like I will be slitting my wrists at 4 p.m. on Instagram live please tell your friends to join um I think that like that whole transition of um realizing that the online medium is as important um hit me during the pandemic 
because I came back from a show, you know, do, like doing a show, a sold out show in Malaysia and I was all very happy and everything. And suddenly I'm like, oh God, we have to sit at home for three months with no shows, no going anywhere. Um, and I, I realized the importance of having an online presence and then consistent online presence, right? Uh, I, I, there are days, I don't feel like being online today. I'll be honest with you. I don't feel like being online today. I don't feel like putting a camera to my face today. And I... I'm so grateful that I'm not solely dependent on having my face on camera every day. I mean, my takeaway from what you're saying to me is that the role of a comedian has essentially transitioned from being just a comedian who creates and delivers the content to also marketing your offline yeah. shows. Because yeah. it was, that wasn't the case before. It was about your material and about your delivery and about, yeah. you know, just enjoying something for real, like yeah. in real life. Yeah. Um, and what you're saying is that now you kind of have to market oh, yourself. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And pandemic, we have to do it. We have to do it. We have to do it. We have to and I hate saying this out loud. I was really embarrassed that my house was not pretty. It was not aesthetic looking. Didn't have white tiles with a carelessly thrown rug in the background with a shih tzu, you know, called like Ellen DeGeneres hanging out in the background. I was very conscious of that for a very, very long time. Because I said, you know, nobody's cleaning my mirror every day. How can I post a selfie? When 80% of the comments are, there is dirt on your mirror. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll outfit of that. You know, um, then I started cleaning my mirror. But I, I also, I think, and it's a function of growing up. I think it's a function of growing up at, I think, 34. I was like, oh, yeah, how, how much more can I pretend? What life can I construct for people online that would satisfy me to put out? And then to do it with consistency and urgency that the world is dying outside and then to make money performance to do it. But see, this is what you've said has kind of reminded me on how perspective is so different because literally just the other day when we were talking about you and me being on this podcast, one of the main things that came to my mind was Aditi's authenticity is so guns blazing and so I don't give a fuck that now it's shocking me that you care that you're old because the yeah. way I see it and again this is something that is both good and works for people like you and I also I will say and also clearly works against people like you and I also I will say that I remember seeing a story of you just from last week where you were in a bus and you talked about how it feels like such a Bombay thing to sit in a BST bus. You, yeah. It reminded you of like childhood and Bachpana and I sat in a train after a really long time and I posted about it. And now these are things that I would assume we should all pride in. Now, I mean, I get it. We all love to impress the rest of the world and yeah, those white interiors and clean mirrors are very different from the reality of life, especially, I mean, pandemic was a whole other scenario yeah. in case, of course. Um, but those are the things that I think you don't realize people notice and love about you. Because I would, uh, I appreciate the level of just genuine 
detail you put out there i mean when i okay so there were two kinds of dms that i got when i posted my train stories cuz i wanted to avoid traffic and got onto a train i live very and it's so much faster i don't know why more people don't exactly. do it exactly and i live very close to a train station <gasps> right and for me it was like oh my god i'm sitting in a train after so long of course this also makes us sound a little bit privileged cuz we're doing it out of choice so i want to acknowledge that but at the same time people do use it and then don't post it cuz they're embarrassed of yeah, it yeah whereas i feel like it's great if we just talk about it and what i was coming to was that there were two types of dms i personally got i want to understand what you got okay because uh there were people who were like oh my god you tra- you still travel in trains and then there were people like oh my god you still travel in trains like what's with that like what what's what's coming at you when you put this side of just your actual life fuck the pinteresty instagrammy aesthetic-y <laughs> feel like what is actually coming at you what are people responding to you with so i got a lot of this how can you do this so i like i i and actually like that, that that day when i posted the bus stories i had been taking a bus consistently through that week cuz i had to go to andheri at like 8 in the morning okay i'm sorry but trains were too crowded and many battery rickshaw taxi mein so buses were the best right you got hawa while you were going to andheri the route was pretty i'd gone for five whole days i was taking the bus and i got people respond like messaging me being like how can you do this you know uh, you are a celebrity and i was like pehla to please adjust your standards of what a celebrity is but no you cannot put th- things like this it looks bad and i was like i to who <laughs> like I, my life is fine i don't and i again as i said it was perspective it came to me when i was like 35 which is far too late i mean in my mother's personal opinion but <laughs> but it just now i i really couldn't care less if you if it offends you if it upsets you you know there's an unfollow button there's a block there's so many options like i feel like i can't i don't i can't handle the load of your expectations especially with basic shit like somebody was like oh your house is not clean so i was like tu aaja maaf kar de invite kar do ye mera address hai aaja your house is too cluttered i was like okay so matlab you come and clean i i, do, I don't have a budget for that right now yeah but that's i mean that's why i'm saying it's surprising even to me that um, and i know you and i'm still surprised so this is a reminder <laughs> to everyone listening yeah. watching knowing us that there are two types of people one type of those people should not <laughs> i should just stop my <laughs> sentence there before i say something controversial in my first episode what we've established is of course you've been around for a while you've uh, lived and learned and some of it is not expecting external validation while some parts are yeah. and both parts are human yeah. little reminder uh but what i want to understand is especially because we touched upon the pandemic a little bit um i know that we all have like these management representation agencies and pr and managers and different types of designations that are ever evolving and coming but has social media and social media alone like has anybody ever slid into your dms not to hit on you but in fact to be like hey i have a gig for you like have you ever got an actual monetized work not from brand associations but like performing but they've like literally just initiated it through socials oh yeah a ton a ton and actually in the last year i started putting out like stand up clips on instagram and 
I think a lot of work came through that. People were like, oh my God, that's really funny. And then they slide into your DMs and be like, you know, we have this happening. Would you like to come and perform? And then I'll give them my manager's number and then they get in touch and they'll sort of sort out the process. I don't personally like to conduct business in my DMs. Like the moment someone's like, we have a gig for you. I'm like, this is, you know, the work person's number. Make this conversation work. If you want to talk about other stuff, like, yeah, then we can. But like work stuff, I'm like, you know what? If it's if it starts in DMs, it should get out of DMs because that is not the place to conduct work, in my personal opinion. So I fully agree on that. But I want to know why you say that, like perspective. I want to kind of see. So I want to see like kind of your perspective on this. So I've realized that I have a a sort of personal relationship with a lot of people on my in my Instagram DMs. Right, there are people who don't want to you know, comment on something in public. So then they'll, you know, write you a DM and they'd be like, I feel like this, like this. And then I'll respond with like, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. Or, oh my God, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I feel like I can have that kind of relationship with people in my DMs. I don't want that to become a like, okay, now you have to come down for the gig at 9.20 p.m. Please remember to wear red clothes. I, I don't want that space to be that. That is official instruction that must come from official places. And Keeping the two separate is very important to me. I, I'm also just, I think, I mean, I have an ADHD brain. And so I like to keep things separate. It offends people. I've had people become very offended when they're like, why can't you respond here? I was like, because, you know, I prefer just keeping work and personal stuff separate. Is that okay? And if then if they're shouting and screaming and all that, I'm like, oh, you should reply and say my DMs are as cluttered as my house. That's why. Huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can send someone to clean my DMs also. <laughs> Just please. I mean, see that I'm going to bring you why I, and I got into this conversation on Twitter a couple of years ago, actually, with someone about why I don't want to close deals on the DMs. And I think that what happens if somebody just unsends the previous my trust issues kick in right there. I'm like, you have done my job and everything has been unsent. So what do I So I'm one of those very weird um, content creators that enjoys the corporate structure to things where even if you are booking one Instagram post with me, my team will send you a release order with all of our yeah. terms and conditions. I mean, like, so email is kind of official now, right? It does count as official paperwork, yeah. uh, you know. And I and I think I, I prefer having my management there. I, I love my current management. They're awesome. And so I just, I want them to be in the loop about everything I'm doing. Uh, and I want them to know. And they've, I mean, they've been more than forthcoming and more than kind and more than, you know, accommodating to me. So I, I would like to have them in the space and they can't, I can't be like, hey, check my Instagram DM, my show inquiry. <laughs> Welcome to my personal favorite segment, Slide Into My DMs. This is where I take a peek into my guests' DMs. And yes, I'll be sharing mine too. In this no-holds-barred segment, we nosedive into our guests' inboxes, as well as messages from you to us from my Instagram. Buckle up for a potentially scandalous round of messages and some sweet ones too. Let's go! I did ask Aditi well in advance to come with a few DM screenshots because I feel like we get so much variety of bullshit. It wouldn't be a show where social media yeah. at its core is what we're talking about. It wouldn't be a show where, you know, we're talking about social media at its core without talking about the most rubbish DMs we get. So, Aditi, let's have at it. Oh my God, can you pass me my phone? I'm so excited about this. So, you know what? I want to talk about this gentleman. I reckon it's a gentleman called Vibes. His name is Vibes. 
and when you say gentleman and his name is vibes thoda sa i'm judging such bolti hu listen i love him okay because he's been dming me for about 2 years now uh i haven't responded to a single one but he has been absolutely consistent with how magical my smile is with what a wonderful person i am with and i'm like you know what i can't even block you i can't even block you i'm getting my daily validation from this gentleman named vibes vibes if you're listening to this <laughs> this is for you vibes uh vibes a gentleman named vibes this will be a chapter in aditi's life yeah, yeah. when there's a book or a movie Correct. on her life listen what if vibes is like someone like like chris hemsworth like that see this is where you don't need the external validation Because you're so fucking delusional <laughs> that you will say anything to make yourself happy. So vibes, vibes has been. If, she, if, if you're listening, she loves you. I have not responded to a single DM. Wait, so you mean to say he's not in your like general folder? He's in your requests folder? No, no, no. He's in my general so folder. So he knows you're reading. He knows I'm reading. But him. you don't reply. No, I don't. So I imagine that vibes is like um, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I I don't know how to do a Chris Hemsworth accent. Uh, so I'm just in voice messages. Yeah, here. yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a... Can I play one? Of no, them? I've never heard them. So I'm worried that we know that I've heard. Then my vibes के साथ शादी करनी पड़ेगी. What happened was it was somebody who messaged to me on WhatsApp. Okay, I don't know how they got my WhatsApp number. They got my WhatsApp number. They were like, "Ma'am, you know, really need your help. Because uh, I am, you know, I have this business and I want to." get it out via you or something along those lines so i'm in the loo and it was one of those rare times when i was in the loo and i didn't have my phone with me and so my friend outside zamina was with my phone she said hey, your phone is ringing and i said who is it suddenly she like hardik patel so i'm like okay now hardik patel has sent a bunch of messages being like hello hi hello looking for help hi hello hello massage hello hi looking for help massage massage hardik patel Now he's sending these, so Zamina gets very excited. She like uh, he says, "Ap kahan pe rehte ho? Main Mira Road pe rehta hu." So she like, "Main Tira Road pe rehti hu," which I don't know why she had to fucking respond. So now then he thinks that we are starting a conversation. That happens. I forget, right? She sends a bunch of messages. Ki nee nee. He says, "Main soft massage karunga." She's saying, "I like it hard." Now all this has happened. I've forgotten about it. The next day, I'm sitting with my partner and we're eating bhutta. And suddenly Hardik Patel starts messaging again. So then my partner gets very excited, and he starts sending him pictures of the Bhutta, and then telling him that oh, I am in Singapore right now. Where are you? And all this stuff. So now, I think. So now he thinks he's in a relationship we are, with you. If Vibes and Hardik Patel are the two people that I am currently dating <laughs> through social media, I'm. Still stuck on massage, and yeah, yeah. I will do a soft the, massage. The latest one is he like, ma'am. Do you have any friends? Oh my god, does Because he want you or the friends? That hurt. I'm sorry. He's the most fascinating. It's not only for we are going in very many, very very many directions. This slide into my DMs has uh, <laughs> opened up Pandora's box. Just stop it, okay? You have two WhatsApps. Wait, yeah. So he wait. Can you teach me how to do that? Yes, yes. I have a. Oh, wait. Oh, now I blocked him. Now I blocked him. But he Some says, uh, "Wait, okay. Um, enjoy के लिए आपका address बोलो, ma'am. खुद, हाँ? कब आना मुंबई? Wait, कल आना. 
आपको सर्विस मस्त दूंगा मैम एंजॉय होगा बोलो मैम मैंने अभी तक मुंबई में बहुत सारी आंटी सर्विस कर दी है आपका एड्रेस भेजो मैम जॉब करती ही क्या हो हाय मैम आप पिक मोकोलो नाउ मोकलो विच इज गुजराती विच इज वाई फाउंड मैम हाय हाय मैम आप कल बात करता हूँ गुड नाइट Wait, I think it's very important to mention over here that all of these messages that she's just read out have all been sent within a span of three to four minutes. He's maximizing because there are many aunties that he has to massage. Anam, I feel like you're not even understanding this as an entrepreneur. This segment needs to end here. I have <laughs> dived straight into the deep fucking ends of your DM, and I'm about to drown. Word association. Okay, word association. Okay, Correct. and I feel like you will really kill it. And yes, you will get the hamper even if you are absolutely shit at it, which yes. is what we were. You are going oh, into. Oh, watch me be shit. That was okay. Watch me be the shit. Hmm. Mm. Tombstone. बता रही हूँ. Yeah, tombstone बती थे. लेकिन हमारे में तो जला देते ना. तो मैं significant ऐसे if I am still alive first हाँ. of all तो ऐसे मैं metaphorically करवा दूँगी. How sweet. And I'll get it uh, done in that you know that garden you keep posting about in your building that garden you look after. Yeah. But this is conditions apply that I am also still alive, huh? Like hello, what if I die before? Now you're you? putting pressure on me to die before you. Little bit. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I. I've signed up for too much to be a guest on this podcast. Hi guys, it's your girl Anamsi and welcome to my podcast, The Real Deal with Anamsi. This is the podcast where I sit down with some of the most talented creators and influencers in the industry and ask them to spill their secrets, share hilarious anecdotes and get into the inside scoop of this and so many other industries you'd want to know about. So get your favorite snack, start driving, prep for your cardio time or just stare at a wall as I bring you the real deal on the people who are making the entertainment world what it is today. Drum rolls please. It's time for our next segment. Associate this. A fast-paced word association game where my guests get no more than 10 seconds to respond. So get ready, get set, associate. Hmm. Okay, your first word. Labor. Wim? No, women in labor. We labor. But that makes sense. It was the name of your podcast. It's yeah. the name of your podcast. Oh, sorry. Women in labor. That is right. The women in labor. The name of my podcast. Yes, Sadhvi <laughs> podcast plug. <laughs> Protest. Important. Feminist. Me. Filters. Fem- not you. <laughs> <laughs> not me. Uh, Paris IRL. Ari 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 ari. Love it. Okay. Um, Chutkule. Loot Chuke, uh, which is the character I do, and the character's name came actually from the word Chutkule. I sort of like made it an anagram and made it Loot Chuke. <laughs> Gen Z. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I will dive into thank you why after. Okay. Uh, magic. Periods. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying we should bring up It, periods once at least. You're <laughs> <I'm> saying <laughs> very magical. That's how to win awards, dude. On It's, podcast. I swear this wasn't planned. It was on my list already. Vibes. Send <laughs> uh, vibes if you're listening to this. Uh, no vibes. Toxic. Yeah. I can hear his heart breaking, like just catch <laughs> yeah. falling on the floor in a horror movie scene. It's playing in my ears. Listen, Anam. Inspiring. I'm very grateful to Gen Z. Okay, tell me. I think why. Gen Z really has sort of, um, you know, like I, I think the one thing I'll always remain grateful to Gen Z for is sneakers. Is normalizing sneakers with everything. Like I, I remember growing up as a teenager. 
I remember I have flat feet and I remember feeling utterly inadequate and useless and ugly because I couldn't put on like heels all the time. And I feel like with Gen Z, the way they prioritize comfort over, um, you know, this highly hyper feminized media driven feminine aesthetic. I love that. I love that about Gen Z. I love that they care. I love that they care. Like that things, things will happen and they will care so much. I'm like, you guys then I realized, Haan, nahin nahin hai. Hai. <laughs> like one of the things I remember, and I, I, I think I'm like a Deepika Padukone stan, hardcore. I love that woman. Like everything good in hap- life should happen to her. I remember her stands, like her fans. She was going to do a film with a director who's known for fairly misogynistic films. And her fans literally were trending on social media asking her not to do that film. And I just thought it was so sweet. It was so nice. And it was such a sort of uh, positive reflection of what fans want out of their stand figures now. I do also think that the, the whole stand culture that we are seeing is because of a lack of religiosity. Like I think we are less dependent on religions and social structures. And so we end up becoming stands of say a singer or an actor or some kind of like figure and I think that Gen Z have sort of established that and, and also they care, man. I care. I, I, I love how much Gen Z cares. I love how much they care. Um, and, I, and I just, I don't know. You know, the, the idea is otherwise if you, as you grow older, you're like, oh, these kids these days, you know, fuck them. They don't know anything. You know, we didn't. I, I, I love it. I think they're amazing. I think there's so much to learn because there are parts of you that you have forgotten uh, as you grow older and when you look back at people younger than you or what they're doing what makes them angry what makes them happy what makes them excited you remember parts of yourself that used to feel like that or some variation of that and I love that I mean I feel like on a parting note because I do think we're getting there the one thing I want to highlight that is constantly my takeaway with conversations with you is that you tend to see so much beyond what most people see. Like this entire observation of Gen Z, I, I feel like surface level, I've read about it, I've seen about it. But I feel like the fact that you are so passionate about just even gratitude for a whole different generation is, I, I, I cannot say this enough times, you need to give yourself more credit, woman, because you really truly know how to just care and be there and be you and stay real while you're doing it because I mean I'm saying it for the millionth time in life and for the second or third time on this podcast but there aren't very many people who are like that and just know that I appreciate you thank you can you um just because I feel like it'll be like one last question before we end this podcast okay tell us one thing that genuinely when I mean like genuinely like genuinely okay You've never shared on social media. No, I'm not asking you to talk about your partner on social media. I'm huh. not. This is not. This is not one of those. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, fine. I have my period today, <laughs> and there's a pimple on my bum. Like, oh, it's actually awesome. Uh, something I've never shared on social media. Uh, it could be a win. It my could be... mother. My mother. I want to share that lady on social media so badly, so badly. I keep telling, I said, Mommy, let me take two photos of you and put them online. You don't know what mother-daughter sponsorship brand you will get. Mommy, you will get a lot of money. And she does not care. 
she does not care she is like no i don't want your attention seeking nonsense nahi aise mummy luck ko kamayenge to fir to paise mere hi honge aise aap le lo lekin kamayenge na no she does not care she does not want to be a part of my life online and i i really i i'm very sad about that i'm very sad about that share how bad as like people ask me a lot no where do you get this from and who are you like and on the i'm 200% uh, like the the adivas version of the adidas that is my mom that's what i am and i wish i could share for all and mummy ke pet se seek kar aayi hu oh my god <laughs> oh my god yes oh my god thank you for coming on my podcast thank you really truly thank you you get the hamper anyway as promised <laughs> thank you cutie i appreciate it and uh, and i think i'm so excited uh, to see what the hell you do with your life because you, uh, honestly i'm i'm a little taken aback i you know i i know we met at that cosmo awards and everything but i think that i've seen you take up things with gusto and i've seen you put like pour your heart and soul into them and i irrespective of the outcome i appreciate you know you being dogged about who you are and how you want to put out things and wherever you go on this journey you will have me as a cheerleader and depending on how our relationship goes vibes and hardik patel oh, will also be <laughs> <laughs> just when i was like oh my god i need to hold down to tear you go in and throw that in vibes but that basically patel. sums uh you and me up in a nutshell doesn't it It really actually does. I think it does. Uh, there are many things I'm thankful for, especially winning the award that particular <laughs> night. It would have been a very sour evening to look back to. But I think even leaving aside the award, my favorite thing was meeting you that night and uh, sitting and crying with you till five six a.m. Look at where it brought us five years we're later. Gonna, we're going to be crying across the world one day. Is it six a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, we come to the end of today's episode. I really hope you guys had a great time listening in. Catch new episodes or catch up on old ones too on Binge Pods, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to turn the bell icon on so you get notified every time I drop a new episode. This is the real deal with Anansi. Hold up. 